I'm going to do that tune some more later on. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Monday, January 3rd. 2022 and in this episode my friend and I and co and co friend and co-host Avi and I will be continuing our movie discussions and leading up to the Batman in early early March of 2022 with Robert Pattinson uh, as Batman and directed by Matt Reeves who you will know the, the second and third live action recent Planet of the Apes movie Avi and I are now going to get right into the first the first of Two Tim Burton movies, starting us off with Batman 1989, which came out a month before Avi was born. So, Avi, first question: What is what's the first thing that comes to mind to you when you think of Batman 1989? Well, Eva, my first actually, first one, uh, first Batman movie I watched when I was young. About I watched a sequel called Batman Returns. Uh, I thought uh, I didn't know about the first one about. I look at that first movie about uh, that it gets very scary for me at dark from the very beginning about so you, you know everything's all like uh like very like uh, very like uh very traumatic if I get to watch. Okay, so wait, hold on a sec. So you said you actually in in the order you actually saw Batman Returns before the before Batman eighty nine. Yeah, before that, about it's too late for that to know about that. So like uh, I didn't know I watched the sequel, but you know why why they show I watched the first one. Even though at the very beginning, first one, it's very too, like, uh, very, like, uh, it hurts, hurts me out. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what, what was it about the first one? The first one, the, the very beginning of the movie, like, how they introduced, uh, before introducing Batman to fight crime, about, it makes me hurt me out with all the civilian, about even the setting. Uh, well, when the, the beginning of the first one starts out with that family, and that person, the, 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 it's almost like a, it's like very similar, like uh, with the white Batman couldn't save the, fam the father because yeah. maybe it, it, it reminds him about like he lost his own parents. And yeah, the well, the movie starts. Well, yeah, well, the alley starts off with that family who get cornered in by those people, and they, they steal the guys, the, the goons steal those family stuff, what have you, and then the reveal of how uh, Michael Keaton's Batman comes up on top of them, on top of the roof, yeah, is really saw, well done. Saw everything about, he did come down to interfere, because it's just like, maybe it haunts him about his own life, about what he lost in that alley. Right. Yeah, it had to do a lot with the alley about it all. Yeah. Um, so you said you actually saw returns before the first one. Um, how much yeah. time? How much time passed after seeing the second one first? Did you finally realize that you saw the second one before the first one? Like, what? What point did you watch the first one at? What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. When did you see the first one? What time did you? What time period did you guys get to see Batman eighty nine after already seeing Returns first? Well, even we watch a watch a Batman Returns about when there's a VHS about when they asked me to watch the first one, I didn't know about it. About it's a very difficult about this. I had the same actor about that, but you know, it's a different, but it's a similar to the, the production design. But even you know, the the sequel is a much big, big, much bigger one about bigger like a gothic. I would, I would have, I would, I would have to say that about both movies. Both movies are dark. Both movies had their own darkness of how it's dark, but the second one returns like really it goes like extremely dark when we when we get to that one. Like yeah. so much even darker than the first one. Um, and also just to let you know, my volume on my computer is up all the way to a hundred, so it should pick up your voice all the way. It's a one hundred percent volume, so your voice should pick up just fine. And um, okay, back to Batman itself, Batman 89, so you saw the Returns first, and we're gonna get into Returns in its own little episode, so let's just try to fake this moanly on 89 here. Um, outside of the alley scene in the beginning, how that family's in the alley, what other things come to mind when you think of Batman 89? Well, here's the casting of Batman 89, about the main part difference is I didn't know about, it's a casting of Harvey Dent as African American, played by Billy Dee Williams, about, even that's a little like, a little like, uh, very, very, uh, the you know, mixed, very mixed about casting about the original, the original Harvey Dent to the comic book is uh, 
as a, as Caucasian, the white person, but you don't know there's a is they have to change change something about like I, I don't I don't think I don't think I know what you're talking about. I I don't think that in the comics like that there was like a definitive thing of Harvey Dent's color what I just didn't like was after he was in so much of 89 and he was good and all he was supposed to be in a later sequel in 2 or 3 he's supposed to come back but they never let um they never let Billy D. Williams come back in a sequel instead he he got paid off and instead they had Tommy Lee Jones instead yeah, you know, there's another comic book about that's related with that takes place in the same universe as Tim Burton Universe, but it shows about what, about what his idea when the when, when it's a comic book idea that that Joel, Joel Schumacher never happened. It's uh, the show that Harvey Dent that Billy D. Williams did becomes into the. It's a two-faced. Yeah, I, I think I think I think it was a missed opportunity that we never got to see Billy D. Williams back as Two Face. I think that was missed opportunity for the sequels. Um, but but as far as Schumacher stuff, we'll get to the Schumacher stuff in later episodes when we get over um, Batman uh, Forever and Batman and Robin. But um, uh, Batman '89, yeah. Uh, speaking of Billy D. Williams, yeah, I think he should have been in a sequel, but they he was bought out and they used Tommy Lee Jones instead. I don't think it matters. Um, so much about the color of a person's skin. I think he could have been whatever color, you know, whatever uh, color the case may be. Um, what else? Let me think. Batman 89. So we talked about Two-Face, and he was good in this movie. He didn't see him be bad until the sequels, how they do stuff. Um, I I have to say, um, with Jack Nicholson as the Joker, me personally speaking... I don't like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. To me, it just felt like Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson. I really liked, I really liked Michael Keaton as Batman and Bruce Wayne. I really liked Michael Gao as Alfred, and I liked uh, uh, Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale, his love, inter- his love interest. But I, I really did not like the way that Jack Nicholson played the Joker. To me, it was just him playing himself, and I also don't like that he was like screaming and yelling scared when he came off the building of the uh, rooftop at the end at the uh, cathedral whereas when we get even every time if Joker gets killed the most time you don't know he might be coming back about there's no way that a secret life of the Joker is immortal about the bit that's why you happen. You saw every comic book. We thought he gets killed, but he never. Well, I mean, I, what, I mean, to, 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 to make to answer your comment about your comment about the immortal stuff. Once we get to Batman Begins, two thousand five, Batman Begins, the villain Raza Ghul, Raza Ghul, however you pronounce his name, Raza Raza Ghul. He in the comics is actually supposed to be immortal and such. So, but we'll talk about that when we get to Raza Ghul. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's because Razagol using a, a Lazarus. Pit. Yeah, yeah, the Lazarus pit. So I think maybe Razagol would be more immortal than say Joker. But I like as far as the actor Jack Nicholson himself. Me personally, I don't like him as Joker. I think he was just Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson. And at the end of the cathedral, at the end when he's yelling and scared, uh, right before he's going about to be dropped off, I didn't care for that. Whereas when you finally get to the Dark Knight, and we're going to do uh, part one and part two on Dark Knight, that's going to have to take two episodes to cover that movie. But compared to all the other movies, I like I so as you can see in my background right here now. I'm I really like Heath Ledger as the Joker, and I just in my personal opinion, I think Heath Ledger played the Joker. Um, way, way more to my liking than, I mean, I, and you know, there's going to be people like Jack Nicholson. What about you? Um, do you like both Jokers equally, or which Joker do you like better? Well, even though I say you like uh, Jack Nicholson part, because you know that version of Jack Nicholson part that uh, what makes us outrageous, because Jack Nicholson, the Joker of Jack Nicholson, is is a man who shot the Bruce Wayne's right. parents. They had to, they had to make that to tie it in, the, the part of the man that shot his parents, right? Um, that, yeah. That's not the right way about, you can't blame it, you blame the Joker as, a, as an actual villain about, yeah. you know, about in the story, about you never know about why, uh, why he gets involved in it. Uh, why, what's a, I mean, what's a personal, why Joker wants to kill Bruce Wayne's parents about the... Uh, yeah, I think, that, yeah, to have him... They had to connect it in a way, so that was overreaching how they had to connect about his his parents with the Joker being like that earlier on and stuff. Um, um, let me see. I already told you in a previous episode we did, um, I don't care for Prince music, but so there's a few scenes that have a little Prince music play with the movie. Um, 
But um, I really, um, like I said with Back to the Future, of my two favorite uh, uh, cars, uh, my number one favorite car is the Bat- Batmobile from 1989, and then in the yeah. second spot, the, uh, the, De- the DeLorean from Back to the Future. But the Batmobile from Batman 89... I really like that Batmobile so much, and I like the line, even though I don't care for Jack Nicholson's Joker, I like that one part in the middle where after um, Batman saves um, Vicky Vale and they go on his stuff, Joker's like, where does he get all those wonderful toys? Yeah, whereas like, uh, just like what you say about it, that, and that, uh, that Batman begins, it's where they might show how he gets all everything, the equipment from the Lucius Fox, which right. is never showing the, the Tim Burton part. Right, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. With the Nolan stuff, they have a reason for everything and how things come to about. So with Lucius Fox, that's the reason behind his gadgets and all that stuff. Whereas with the Tim Burton Batman, there is no Lucius, so it's like it just must be him and Alfred that somehow, somehow make all this stuff happen. Yeah. Um. As, uh, yeah. Oh, also, and you, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. What I like about this that uh, Batman fighting all the Joker villains about the, the henchmen, like in the alleyway, like right. they get the uh, ninja. Type right. Of the, yeah. Yeah. And, the, 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 goon, the goons fighting him in the alleyway with all that's good. Um, yeah. I really like the Batmobile. I like Bruce, uh, Michael Keaton as Batman and Bruce Wayne. I like Michael Gao. I liked his love interest. Like I said, the only problem I had was having to listen to the Prince music and Jack Nicholson for most of the time as Joker. Um, and also, uh, you know, I almost got to be a little like, nervous about the uh, uh, Joker, uh, the birth of Joker, that the, the yeah, chemicals. The chemicals, yeah. Made. That was from the comics. They tried to make a comic book, you know, have the, the vast chemicals be how he, how he becomes Joker there. Whereas, again, with Heath, Lodge, Heath Ledger, I like that you don't know the reason how Heath Ledger became the Joker in the, new, in the, more, in the more recent one. You have no idea how it happened. Whereas, again, comic book, they give the vast chemicals as a way for it about it all. Yeah, um, Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely in Dark Knight, there's self-destructive behavior where it doesn't seem like that as much with with Jack Nicholson's Joker. Um, I also want to let the audience know, which they probably already know this, so this isn't going to come too much for a surprise for people that follow movie news. But in in November of this year, when we get later this year, we're only in January so far. In November, when the Flash movie comes out. Michael Keaton is coming back in some capacities, both Batman and Bruce Wayne. So I think that's kind of interesting. I'm look, I'm kind of curious how how Michael Keaton is going to be at returning as he was from the Tim Burton's in the new Flash movie. That's the first thing I want to say. And the second thing is, before we get too into more discussing Batman '89, I want to let the audience know that in the first week of February, we're going to do a comedy to go in and around doing the whole Batman stuff, and we're going to be, we're going to be discussing, discussing Groundhog Day with Bill Murray from 1993, which I know Avi has a lot to talk about when we get to that one. So we'll be talking about Groundhog Day movie as the comedy in early February. And speaking of connecting Groundhog Day to Batman 89, I don't know if you knew this obvious part of the trivia, but before they cast Michael Keaton as Batman, one of the people, one of the guys casting in line as a possible Batman Bruce Wayne was Bill Murray himself. Which I'm glad he wasn't picked, but and people didn't like that Michael Keaton was originally picked. But yeah, as part of the different guys to run up for Batman '89 when they were making it, getting it started, Bill Murray was one of the choices as Batman Bruce Wayne. I don't know if you knew that. Um, yeah, that's part of the. Got, that, even another comedian they hired is uh, they should hire as Robin Williams could be play as a as a Joker. Okay, that's that's also part of the trivia. Let me tell you the trivia about that. Okay, so first. They wanted Jack Nicholson for sure, but they were throwing a carrot for for Robin Williams. But then Robin Williams, they pushed aside, and that was Batman '89. And then when it came to Batman Forever in uh, 1995, they said they 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 wanted Jim Carrey. They really wanted Jim Carrey. And then Riddler is not. Robin Robin Williams there. But then when they got to the Chris Nolan movies, interestingly. In 2002, in 2002, Nolan came out with. Insomnia movie with uh, Insomnia with um, with, with, Robin with, with, with Robin 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 yeah Robin Williams was in Insomnia with um yeah. with um what's that Al uh, what's that 
Pacino, Pacino, and then Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger was then cast as the Joker and such for 2008, but, um, so basically, long story short, with Batman 89, Batman Forever, with those two, um, ones from the, from the 20th century, Robin Williams got screwed to not be cast as both Joker and or Riddler, and then he did get to work with director Nolan and Insomnia in 2002, but then after that, never became a Batman villain in any of, um, Nolan's Batman movies. So that's how it connects all together like that. Right. And also, there's another thing about the NC, another NC fact about the, you know, what's the difference? Uh, the, uh, the, about, about the NC fact is about the, you don't know about the, where they filmed the Batman in 1989 Batman, is actually they filmed in England. Right, yes. The vehicle type, you know, the right. Alfred's uh, Alfred's uh, vehicle, is like a, is a, the steering wheel is always on the uh, left, on the right side, yeah, because that's what you know, know that every movie takes in Britain. Right. The first movie, yes. The first movie, 89, takes place in Britain, and uh, correct, the place you mentioned there. But then when they got to Returns, they filmed a lot of Returns in California. Whereas the first yeah. movie, 89, was in England, Returns was filmed in California. Yeah. And there's another thing about, like, uh, you know, the, well, the, the lesser scene for that one character support is, uh, is Commissioner Gordon about the. Yeah, what, yeah, let me, let me hear your thoughts about how Gordon was played in Batman 89. What do you think about Gordon there? Well, he's very gruffy, gruffy about, but even though it's like a, a, a little, he's almost, almost like a, he hates about the police corruption, even like the one that, you know, the, the detective, a corrupt detective about that. Here's my, here's my thing, here's my thing about Commissioner Gorder in all, in the 20th century ones of Batman 89 through Batman and Robin. In my, in my personal belief, opinion, how both um, Tim Burton and Schumacher played Commissioner Gordon, he, he didn't really have a purpose. He didn't even work with Batman, Michael Keaton, or whoever the Batman was, depending on which movie. Gordon was wasted in the 20th century, Batman 89, through Batman and Robin, totally wasted. Whereas, when we finally get around to the Nolan movies, um, then, then, then they really use Gordon more more accurately, more better with working with Batman, as where he's kind of wasted in these early these first movies. He's not really like he has really no purpose. Like after Batman '89, uh, Gordon he has even less to do in Returns Forever and in Robin. Like totally not used, utilized. Yeah. He doesn't get much attention about, yeah. like, even though he doesn't provide clues, uh, keep in touch with it. Yeah, he's just wasted as in these movies, these first movies, which is why when we actually even get to... When we get to... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, he's wasted in these, uh, for these 20th century movies, but that how he's actually utilized and played with in the Nolan movies is so much better than these ones. Right. Um... Yeah, guys. Even in a nightmare, Chris Gorbat believes about the. You almost believe that Batman's are like a very too over vigilante. He's yeah. Like when he first saw him in the chemical factory, but he was so closely about to ca capture the, the Jack Napier way before he before he was arrested. But then Batman, when he see Batman like actually let go of the uh, the Jack Napier into the chemical bat, he wants it. He thought he was planning to arrest and wants to arrest the Batman. He's like a threat to tell. He definitely had to believe himself. Right, well, like, yeah, well, yeah, there's partly the front way. It wasn't until the end of the movie where, um, where, um, uh, Harvey Dent and Gordon introduced the, uh, the Batlight, and I guess that Batlight is when they're not, they, I guess they're on Batman's side at the end by that point, but earlier on, like you said, with the vast chemicals and stuff, I don't know. Well, listen, in all these movies, in all these movies, the Tim Burton movies and Nolan, I mean, the police are always after Batman for the most part. I mean, they're still on different sides on how he's a vigilante and how he does things. But, um, originally, like I said, with the casting, Michael Keaton, I think I like that how he does in the movies, that, the two movies that he's in. Um, he was one of the, he, people did not like him being cast at first. They sent letters to Warner Brothers that they didn't like him being cast. But like I said, to connect it to Bill Murray, Bill Murray was also one of the choices of possible actors for that. Also, also the other original casting choice of Batman about who works with Tim Burton before besides Michael Keaton is Alec Baldwin about I thought Alec Baldwin must, must be very yeah they, he, yeah Alec Alec Baldwin might also be in the names of possible act, uh, guys they might have chose also possibly yeah um, once, uh, Alec Baldwin once married to the, the kid basically yeah before. yeah yeah they were married at, they were married at some point um, 
Speaking of which, what did you make? What did you think of uh, uh, Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale? Well, sometimes uh, she screams a lot about even uh, all of her, all the characters, all the women with the blonde hair. That uh, what they say, James Bond with the blonde hair is a bunch of very like yeah, uh, S T U P I D. It's a little stupid about. And she screams a lot. She doesn't care about. It's like very like very too damsel in distress the type. Yeah, we need something like. Well, speaking of what you said, like how he, she needed someone to defend all the time with, like that way. Where, what did you, wait, what did you, how'd you say that about the Nolan part? With what about Nolan? No one has like not be a bunch of damsel distress in the, in the later sequel about like that be like a too you know, campy type, you know, like uh, need something more. Well, like, which character? Give an example of how that was like in the Nolan. Like which character for that? Like even like. Uh, a new version of that Catwoman as a hand Right, better. right, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that should be Cat, 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 Catwoman's character regardless. Yeah, like, if Batman Returns, also Tim Burton, Batman, Batman Returns after Batman 89, after she, like, becomes Catwoman and has the cat costume and all, and it flips and the whip and everything, like... Yeah. Like Michelle, we'll get to we'll get to returns later on, but Michelle Furphy is still in, term, still in the Tim Burton ones. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, she could take care of herself. All right. Yeah, she could. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. There's another thing about what I was gonna say about like uh, even another thing about Vicky Valentine type. You know that uh, even though Batman showed uh, Vicky Valentine the Batcave to give the, the uh, evidence about the source about the, the chemical into the pharmacy, you know, like a uh, perfume area. But even though when, when when after that scene when Batman realized who killed his who killed his parents about. How can Vicky Valentine knows about Bruce Wayne and, and Batman are the same? Are they in the same cave? Uh, Oh, well, what, what, what happened was with that is, um, as Batman, she took her to the cave, but then, and stole her film from the camera. But as actual other story about the cave is that Alfred, Alfred let her into the cave. And once Alfred let her into the cave, that also shown that she knew now who he, that he's Batman and Bruce Wayne both. Yeah, that's very, like, uh, very too, like, uh, not right about the, about this. How the how the Vicky really knows it, but Bruce Wayne is Batman. Right. Well, she found out in a few different ways, and part 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 of that was Alfred showing her, and then she may have somehow kind of always knew herself somehow. Before we talk more about Batman '89, we're gonna segue to a quick commercial break, and then Avi and I are gonna continue our discussion about Batman '1989. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it's the easiest way to make a podcast possible. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. All right, and we're back. Now, my next question for you is, what did you make of this Batman 89 Batsuit? What did you think of the Batsuit, Batman's Batsuit? Sometimes very strong and rubber, like uh, even something. But difference is about the you know the emblem, the main logo of Batman, about the because the, about the you know like the like the logo of Batman logo, but he has a little extra pointy ends on the on the tail tail sides like that. Yeah, the they had the pointy. Yeah, I I, I I I yeah I I of all his bad suits, I don't have a problem with most of his bad suits, with the exception of. Batman, Batman and Robin, like the entire movie, both both the ending suit and his suit as blue being on early on, with the exception of Batman and Robin, I pretty much like his suits in every film, with the exception of Batman and Robin. All right. Even sometimes, like uh, all sort of about that. Uh, the between uh, Batman, Batman, and uh, Returns, and the original uh, 1989, the, the suit is like a very almost part, part gray, or like a little. Well, yeah, well, in Returns, in Returns, the suit, in Returns, the suit is slightly different than in There's like you said, there's little changes that make it a slightly different suit, but still a good suit as well. All right. 
And so also sometimes like uh, even also sometimes uh, what well, well, another thing is about like even though about the another thing about the is that sometimes the uh, the cape is like uh, very like. Uh, Right. Well, the thing, the thing about the, the thing about the cape at all is, it's not till the Dark Knight 2008 where he can, where he can actually move his head. Any, any movie or suit before 2008's Dark Knight, the Batman wasn't able to move his head at all for anything. Also, another difference is about the the, ma the mask about as eyeshadow. Yeah, the eyeshadow is part of the eyeshadow. The eyeshadow was a big part of problem with Batman Returns. Uh, it's a, a continuity plot uh, plot hole with how the. The, the what you just said there with returns yeah, the cow, and how we, the, cow, the right? cow and all yeah but no but yeah, as like, far as as again Michael Keaton though I really like him as Batman and Bruce Wayne I'm glad he was chosen and I think it's gonna be very uh, curious interesting to see how how he's brought back for this uh, Flash movie um, but let's go over and talk about the music for a sec um, Dan, Danny Elfman and the music what did you make of Danny Elfman's music of Batman. It's like also it's very sounds very spooky and then there's some brave about that that music was was led to inspire to use that same music on the an, animated series in the nineties also so yeah that, that cartoon shows it what got inspired from that Batman yeah. and Batman yeah Returns. yeah the, the so, Batman and Batman and the anime, Batman the animated series series from Tim Burton's movies inspired uh Batman the animated series and I just want to let the audience know that after we're done talking about Returns but before forever as far as the Batman animated series it's one and only really really good, really great way of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. He, Alvin and I will be dis discussing Batman Mask of the Phantasm, particularly the only animated part of the movies we're doing, after the live action returns, but before forever. So look out for that in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, Danny Elfman's music was really was really well done. Um, and I'm just going to do some of the tune for everybody again, because I really like the tune. Anyway. Also, another difference about the cartoon show and the live action one, because... The main difference is about besides the, the cow, the eye uh, shadow on his eyes. But the cartoon show shows the eyes are glowing with no irises. You know, yeah, well, I, however they played it for the animated series was really well done. Anytime I saw Batman or Bruce Wayne in any parts of the animated series, it was really... However they decide all the decisions, I think the animated series worked really well. And yeah, everybody watch out for the uh, Mask of the Phantasm as the only animated part we're doing. Um, I just also, I know, uh, everybody look out for again for, um, go, uh, Groundhog's Day for us in early February. And, um, when we get offline again, Avi, I want you to think of what other comedies that we've both seen that we can also do as far as comedies uh, outside well, of, uh, what about another comedy, another comedy to see about the, besides Groundhog's Day, you could, you could talk about is Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. Okay. Okay. That, that, yeah, I, that, I, I did see the original Ghostbusters. Um, do you do you have a particular month or time that you think is best for us to talk about Ghostbusters? Like uh, Ghostbusters, like maybe around May or something. Yeah? Okay, we could do it. We could do we could do it in any month. I, I definitely that's one comment I've actually seen. Um, okay, Ghostbusters '84. There's a lot to. I, you, I, it sounds like you have a lot to say about that one. Um, I did not see the uh, most recent one. I had no interest in seeing Afterlife, and uh, the the sequel in '89 was okay-ish. But yeah, the first one from '84 was definitely the best. So we could we could find a day or week somewhere uh, when we both figure out as one of the comedies which had other genres in it as well. Yeah, we could talk about Ghostbusters '84. Okay. Um, I have some like 21st century comedies in mind, which we'll talk about later. It doesn't have to be from the 20th. It could be also outside the 20th century. But um, yeah, back to um, yeah, I like t t uh, Jenny Elfman's scores for Batman '89. Really like the Batmobile. I like Michael Keaton. Like like I said, outside of not liking Prince music and not liking Jack Nicholson, even though Jack Nicholson was practically the whole movie that could be just called Joker back then. Um, I didn't really care. I didn't really care for um, Jack Nicholson. But what did you make of Jack Nicholson as a Joker? Well, sometimes very tough, but but you know he's a scene stealing because everything he does like. Uh 
something you always uh, have skin bleeds uh, he always keeps smiling since yeah. that's the birth of the chemical or that plastic surgery about yeah it's something like uh, that way about how he can keep his mouth his lips uh sad and like always like uh, yeah uh, something they have uh, something they use prosthetics to make uh, or make uh, right uh, yep. right always- the thing again the thing with jack nicholson's joker is First of all, like you said earlier, his name was Jack Napier as the as the man. Jack Napier was bad as Jack Napier before he even became Joker in The Vast Chemicals. Whereas, again, with Heath Ledger, we have no idea how he decided oh, to... What only... What's that? Heath Ledger, we know his real name is it's like it becomes various about the yeah he had he had no no name no all kinds of stuff um i really like um heath ledger's performance as the joker um yeah but yeah, everybody when we get to the joker that's going to be a a uh, two-parter we're going to talk about that in two different episodes so it's going to be the uh dark knight discussion part one and the dark knight discussion part two that's the only movie of these that will get two-part episodes with more than one episode because there's so much to delve in and talk about when we actually get to the dark knight but yeah as far as when you're talking about catwoman earlier in, in um nolan's uh, nolan's thing but also with tim burden's the character of catwoman she's always meant to be strong and be able to hold her own no matter who's playing her so it's interesting because matt reeves with the batman coming up it's also going to have catwoman in there so and there was a third batman trailer of matt reeves where she's shown with the new batman so it's like yeah, I'm, I, I, it's interesting to see the different, um, there are different ways that the different women decide to play the, the Catwoman character. Yeah. It was sometimes like, uh, also about like, uh, the, I saw a preview of uh, Matt Beach, the, the Batman, and yeah. shows about more hints about that she collects all the cats, but that's why they see the Batman. She, uh, you said that she collects all the cats? Yeah, something like that. Uh, if you sound like a collect cats or they're or they're homeless, about uh. like uh, even sometimes I never like uh, what becomes so like very feminist about the right. cats about all right. Well. That's interesting about the cats there. And also, with one more thing about Matt Reeves before we go back to Batman 89. Um, the main villain, I believe, uh, for the most part, I think, of Matt Reeves' first Batman movie is going to be the Riddler. And the Riddler, according to these trailers, it looks like the Riddler of Matt Reeves is really dark and twisted. Way more so than, say, however Jim Carrey played it. But yeah. Um, or, or some other, like... Uh another tv show called gotham because the gotham version is very it becomes like mental problems you know, yeah version yeah i i i watched that i watched a bit of that but and you're right and he, he was like that in the show but i'm saying for this new movie for matt reeves even more so it, it, the list riddler seems very like seven twisted kind of bad not a good guy and how he's played off as a riddler in this matt reeves but yes you are right about the show in that aspect as well um my next question for you about batman 89 is what was your favorite? What was your favorite scene? What was your favorite scene in Batman '89? Well, favorite scene in Batman '89 is the is like going to the showing Mickey Mouse to the takes Mickey Mouse to the Batcave about the even shows about like uh, also also all the about the shows about the computer about the evidence about like right the, and before the evidence before the evidence part while he's still bringing him back bringing her back and they're both in the Batmobile and she fits in the Batmobile I like the music that's playing as they go through the woods and and then she's like what's going on and gets scared because she doesn't know what's happening where it's going and that's that's a little bit before the part when he takes it she takes he takes her film from actually being inside the cave which is the part you're mentioning I'm talking about yeah. Uh, you're saying, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying. Remember the before she get, before he gets her to the cave, how she's in the Batmobile with him, and that whole scene, how the music's playing, the atmosphere, the, the music, and her being scared inside uh, the Batmobile, the whole thing, and how that's all very well done. Right. Um, but yeah, she he takes his he takes her film when she gets to the uh, actual Batmobile, and uh, yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. You said she said that you you like when she's in the Batcave when he takes her there. What other scenes as well? Well, other scenes as well as like uh, sometimes like uh, well, I like the scenes about the the bat plane about the I about the about the uh, smile like uh, spreading all. Oh yeah, 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 the plane. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the, the bat, the bat, uh, the bat flying plane the thing. Bat plane about the 
My favorite part, in regards to the bat plane itself, my favorite part of that is when he takes the bat plane thingy up and has it go straight on the, the straight on the moon. Right, right. Straight on the moon. Yeah. 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 Straight on. Right. Straight on the moon. Now, right. It was. I like how it goes like right on the. Well, they both. I guess they both had the moon now with ET. Also, we just. We guys. We by the way, we recently talked about ET. So catch that out also in a few episodes ago but um yeah yeah the, this is the moon how the bat plane goes on the moon like that um i want to talk about the difference though that in these tim burton movies anybody who's probably we're talking about you've probably already seen it or else don't know why you'd be listening to this if you haven't already seen the movies the tim burton villains uh, they basically, they basically get killed off at the end of the movie whereas in the dark knight movies if, 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 if Heath Ledger would have lived and not died, he might have been brought back and rises as the third movie. But like with the Tim Burton movies, they always kill off the villain at the end of the movie. Yeah. Even sometimes, like every, every cartoon, every comic book uh, you collect about the Batman, we thought of some villains that killed off in the, in the cliffhanging of yeah. But next issue, but then all of a sudden, he, then they got, got come back about them, wherever they are, about how they, they can't explain how, right. they, how they Right, right. You, now, the bat plane thing, that's what he used towards the end of the movie. Do you like the bat plane at, this, less than, the same as, or more than the Batmobile? Because I really like the bat, Batman 89 Batmobile. Would you say, between the Batmobile and the bat plane, do you like, which levels do you like each one? Well, I really, yeah. Well, I think I'd go for the uh, Batmobile because I yeah. like the Batmobile. The sun is going to shield itself about anyone trying to. Right. It yeah. It's, it protects it with the shields and all. Definitely. Okay. So the Batmobile for sure. Yeah. For me, I would love to have that Batmobile, but like in real life, even if it was available in real life, that would cost like millions and millions of dollars just to buy. All right. Something like even if it goes to if you want to go to our studio lot. Yeah. Is it like still is it is it still available in the studio lot? Well, if he was, you have a private tour, but if not, then you might be at the Smithsonian, Smithsonian Institute about they collect all like, mem- mem- all the uh, items like from the classic films. Right. Now, you talked about, you actually saw returns before 89. Um, what I want to ask about that again is, after you saw both, is there one like you like more than, or is there one you don't like to watch as much? Like I said, to me personally, I thought Returns was so much darker than anything else we've ever seen with it. Like, like I don't watch Returns regularly, whereas 89 and Forever, I put in more than, say, Returns. Like, what's your watchability about how often you watch one from the other, say? Like, I, wow. like, I thought it was like Returns was twisted and dark. Like, what do you think? Well, sometimes, like uh, besides about the 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 ending of Return, it's very too morbid. Or, like, yeah. Like very too depressing about it. Yeah, definitely, de- definitely morbid twisted, morbid type ending for Returns for sure. Um, yeah, but we're gonna get to Returns next. The next movie. I just thought it was, I just think it's very interesting that you actually saw Returns actually before the first one. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, so. Do you have um? Uh, one more question about 89 uh, Michael Keenan as Batman and Bruce Wayne what did you make of Michael Keenan as playing Batman well even before that I thought that if I'm Michael Keenan I thought it was uh, beginning his career about the thought he was be a, like a comedian yeah comedian. that's the thing that's yeah. why that's why people weren't sure of his casting because they thought he was too comedian like but I think after he was after he was cast and played the role, I think even though he's a comedian before all this I still think he played it out well in a serious type well, uh, way well, do you ever watch a movie called Birdman about the... Yeah, 20... Yeah, it came out in the 2010s. I saw Birdman, yeah. 2014. Yeah, 2014, 2014, yeah. Yeah. Because that's a sort of homage about what right. he once played as a superhero. Right. So it's part comedy, part drama. Right. He's also very fantasizing about he wants to be back as a superhero. Yeah. But he plays again as a, now as a superhero. Right. called in the... And then Spider-Man Homecoming as a vulture. Right, right, as the vulture. Now, back to the Birdman for a sec. But you're right about the vulture part with Spider-Man. Back to, um... Oh, 38, okay, 38 minutes in, okay, watching the time. Uh, back to Birdman for a sec. Michael Keaton played Batman and Bruce Wayne as Batman, back in, uh, Batman and, ba- Batman and Batman Returns. But then also with, um, Birdman, Edward Norton played the Hulk in 2008's The Hulk. Uh, he played, he played the Hulk in 2008. And then, and then his daughter in the movie, she played Gwen, St- Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. So that's how that all connects comic book wise. 
all of my cooking and the Bruce Wayne with the hair and the yeah they get mixed up uh, yeah mixed up if he's if he's that Bruce Wayne or not about that yeah like, even though even though you can't tell if that's like a other life as a socialite they they come to the company about it's always like that matter you know that Wayne Enterprise about the corporation well here oh, let's not mention that that's the thing though Wayne Enterprise here's the thing. As Michael Keaton as Batman in the first Batman movie, Batman '89, he doesn't really yeah. do a whole lot with the, his own Wayne, Wayne Enterprises. Like that's not even really, like really shown out for sure, for sure till the, till Batman Forever. Like maybe a little bit of uh, Returns. We can talk about how it is or isn't in parts of Returns if we remember. But like it wasn't until Val Kilmer, it wasn't until like Val Kilmer in Batman Forever where they actually show him running Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. Oh, speaking uh, yeah. which, comic book wise, also, did you know that? Um, John Favreau has is is in a few scenes in Batman Forever. Then of course you know he later on to direct Iron Man and be part of the Marvel Universe. But he actually has a little bit part in Batman Forever somehow for John Favreau. So just Dude, I, I didn't know about that. I didn't watch about that Batman Forever. Yeah, that. yeah. If you if you rewatch Batman Forever before we talk about Batman Forever, you rewatch it and in the Wayne Enterprise scenes, if you want, you have to might have to pause the movie just to cut not miss it. But John Favreau plays one of uh. Wayne Enterprises employees or something with regards to all that, and he's listed in the he's listed in the cast list. So you'll see in the Batman Forever cast list if you look down the whole full credits that John Favreau is in the movie. Well, I mean, he's it's kind of like an extra scene. He is kind of an extra. That's why you have to pause and make sure you don't miss the little scenes that he's in or blink if you miss it because of that. Um, for right. sure. Um, um, let me think. Let's see. We're about forty-five minutes in now. It cuts off at fifty-five. So, what are what are your final thoughts and opinions on Batman '89? And then we'll end it off with your grade and rating of the movie. Well, well, well whatever it is, it don't get influenced by either one character, like either Batman or Joker. Right. Because be a Joker is very too scary. About like uh, try to be very clown. Don't get me involved in. Become very sadistic about the as a, like a, like to. Well, I, I, well, I mean, as far as scary is concerned, I thought um, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. I thought the Penguin Returns was really scary for sure. But we'll talk about more about that when we get to Returns. But like Batman, uh, Jack Nicholson, um, parts of his was like that a little bit. But uh, again, I didn't take him as seriously scary as like. Um, as either Penguin in Returns or Heath Ledger in Dark Knight, but yeah, I didn't care. Again, I don't care for Jack Nicholson in Batman '89. He's my, and which is not a not. A, I mean, he is the majority of the movie, so most people might actually like Jack Nicholson as a Joker. I just didn't care for him myself. Um, what else did you? What else did you thought think about Batman '89? Be careful what you see people uh, people smiling a lot. Be careful that you smile just once or twice. That that many times. So that's yeah, it had the the stuff. He mixed up the chemicals, and then that stuff he did in the commercial in the commercial and everything. So everybody had the smile on their face. Yeah. Uh, also, what I think about the, what you say, what I think about it about the also be, be careful. It might be a very uh, it might be a very like a. The best one yet was before the Christopher Nolan took over as the best franchise. Are you? What do you? Are you? What are you saying that the Batman '89 was well done? Uh, the one well done before Nolan, or what are you trying to say about all that again? It's the most. It's the most uh, well made movie before Nolan could make it much improved in the. In the, in the, into the 21st century. Uh, right, maybe, yeah, maybe for some people, you and I like 89 like that. Some people might, some people might actually like Returns for their reasons for liking Returns as for how that was for them. But yeah, I thought Batman 89 was the one for sure good one of the ones from the 20th century before we got to Nolan. So I agree with you on that. But there might be people out there that like Returns and like, might like, um, I don't know, Batman Forever for whatever reason, but we'll get to those other movies in the 20th century later on. But um, yeah, it was definitely the, it did really, we were we, we were little babies when this came out, but it did well for adults when this came out originally. Came out a month before your birthday, July 19th. What? Yeah, um, I remember your birthday now, it's July 19th. So um, yeah, Batman 89. Um, I like Michael Keaton. I like my, uh, Alfred, is Michael Alves Alfred. Uh, I like the Batmobile. Um, we like the little the the Batman flying thing on the moon in the one part there at the end. Vicky Vale, while she yelled and screamed a lot, 
She was still kind of neat in there as the love interest. We'll talk about his other love interest in the later movies. Um, and I, we both have a lot to say about the Chris Nolan movies. Um, so we're not going to get to into Nolan until later on. Um, so knowing that you like this one more than any of the other ones from the 20th century, 20th century later on, and it thankfully uh, birthed the uh, Batman the Animated Series where we've been talking about Batman Mask of the, Ta- Ta- Mask of the Phantasm after Returns. Um, if you had to grade or rate how much you liked or didn't like Batman 89, what um, grade or rating would you give it? Well, sometimes I grade it like an 8.2. An, 8 point, an 8.2 out of 10? Yeah. And that an 8.2 out of 10. And would that be a letter grade of a B or an A? Like a, a like about a. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, it definitely has its problems. It definitely has its plot holes and things that don't make a whole lot of sense. But for the most part, I think it entertains. And uh, let me just, I just let me, I'm gonna go on IMDb real quick. See what what I am, what rating they gave it. I'm just gonna check on that real quick. You said 8.2 out of 10. Let me see what they said. Yeah. They gave Batman 89, looking it up real quick. Oh, come on. Batman 89. Um, there, where did we go? Batman 89. There it is. Okay, they gave it an uh, 7.5 out of 10. So you liked it so much, it got an 8.2. They got 7.5 out of 10, interesting. Okay, cool, that answers that. So... Yeah, that's good. So an A and 8.2 out of 10. I would give it a 3 out of 4 Kazatskas or a B plus. Um, I like the movie, but I think I like it. You're definitely right. I like it more than the ones that came after later 20th century. So I would say that, yeah, you give it an A, I'll give it a B plus. And uh, it's definitely the most enjoyable, I would say, of the 20th century ones. Um I think I think that much covers it. Um, so I think that's that was um, Avi and I's discussion on Batman '89. Tune into our next discussion next time. We'll 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 be discussing what Batman Batman Returns in the 1992, which you actually saw before beforehand. Yeah, ba- beforehand. yeah, you saw it beforehand. We'll talk about Batman Returns next. Uh, next, like next week, I hope, yeah. Yeah, willing, hopefully next week. Uh, next, uh, so you'll let me know what day next week. We'll do, um, Batman Returns next week. Sound good? Yeah. yeah. Um, next week, uh, yeah, like, I'll, I'll try that. Yeah, like, yeah. let me know, let me know, like, if anything changes. If we have to move around the times or the day, what have you. Like, always let me know if anything changes so we can have a set time for it all. But yeah, everybody, um, I hope, I'm sure Avi has hopefully a lot to say about Returns because he actually saw that one first before 89. And um, we will see you next week, God willing, hopefully, for our discussion of Batman Returns. And that's all for now. This is Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out till returns.